I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We can even go and take a walk or something like Hello and welcome back to Cast Party, the podcast where what do we do? It's been so long. <laughs> um, we talk about cartwheels. Yeah. Oh, it's a freewheeling pop culture conversation. That's the one. Pinwheels. Um, between <laughs> a you know online media mogul, that's me, Brennan. Yeah. And his drama teacher, which is you. That's me, which is Dave. I I can I have a overly pretentious label too? Yeah, you have to come up with it though. You used to come from artistic the heart. genius. Artistic genius. Okay. <laughs> um, you did you did mold. My yeah yeah molder of futures yeah that yeah. whole type you're like a precog from Minority Report or something yeah I don't think so but that's fine oh I shouldn't do that what do I do well move the microphone <laughs> to take your drink see this is why I'm the media mogul yeah. and you're whatever the hell you yeah. are <laughs> I'm some guy <laughs> okay yeah All um right. it's we're both. A little out of it, so I think this is going to be one of our shorter episodes, and or also the longest one could ever. Be. It's going to be weird. <laughs> it's going to get fun because I'm not 100 percent prepared for this. Because I usually over prepare for podcasts, yeah. and this one we've always wanted to be more yeah. free. But I'm always like, what if I can't think of anything to say? Which has never ever been That'd the be case so in my amazing. entire life. What if you set you're like, and here's the next topic, and then we both just sit there and stare at each other. And there's just dead air. And then don't edit it out. Just leave it in. I feel like I've listened to podcasts like that. Oh, man. That's cool. No, they should stay you. on the air. Is there even paying. air anymore? <laughs> <laughs> on the on the webs? I guess it's air. Everything is air. Oh, man. It's so ethereal. That was, so, <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about the Emmys. Talking which, about the Emmys. Full disclosure, neither of us watched. No. I did watch a couple highlights. Okay. And I have one thing I want to get off my chest really okay. quick. Please do. Um, do you know anything about what happened during the I ceremony? Do. Okay. Do you know that Sean Spicer came out? I do. And made a joke about the crowd size? A um, little bit. I didn't I didn't ever watch the clip. I know that people are some people are incensed that people laughed. Yeah, no, like like, that, like he got to be part of the joke. Yeah, no, that that is my problem because the media has always been trivializing all of this stuff mm-hmm. and there's no way that this like mouthpiece for this administration should be like welcomed back into the fold so easily yeah. and used as a joke because that's exactly part of the reason that we're dealing with this problem <laughs> to begin with is yeah. that no one took it seriously. Yeah. And it's just very frustrating that that's a thing that happened. They should have had Melissa McCarthy do it mm-hmm. because that's still poking fun at it in a way that's yeah. not accepting of their behavior. Yeah, it. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't. I didn't watch the clips because I was already like, okay, I get it. Funny, and he's not going to be funny doing it. No, he's not. He's not funny. He's not a comedian. So I, I know that I, oh, I didn't hear what he said, but it was like he made fun of the crowd. He, the, he was poking fun at his own quote. The like, this was the biggest yeah. crowd. Period. Whatever it was, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what he said. Blank. Ever. Period. And I heard that part. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> They they didn't want to put too much on his shoulders. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Because he could barely do the one job that was that, and that was not performing. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was, in a way. Yeah. It was mostly performing. But he was um, bad at that, too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't want to get too political, but that was just very frustrating. Yeah. Also, Stephen Colbert was fine. 
Whatever. He's fine. He was a host. Yeah. We, I mean, I'm about to get off on a tangent, but we also like, people put so much on like, the ratings are down because the host is bad or whatever. And it, the host of award shows is never on. Yeah. And their main job is open the show and then get the hell out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've hosted things. I've emceed things. And I always feel like I'm not doing anything. Yeah, you just kind of sit there, and in between, you're like, and now. Yeah, and then people are like, so-and-so is a great host. So-and-so is a bad host. And I'm like, how do you you know? The only person I've ever seen where it was like, this isn't working, it was James Franco hosting the Oscars. But it was just like, that was a bad fit from the get-go. That was a weird, it was like, why not? Let's try something. I didn't have any problem with it. It just didn't work. But Mm -hmm. it, like. It didn't ruin the show. They were barely on, and they tried some bits, and they kind of flopped. Yeah, look, award shows are hokey as hell. Yes. They're never good. Yes. They're fun sometimes, Mm -hmm. and they're lame sometimes, but they're not good. (laughs) No, they're not good. And, well, I don't want to get too soapboxy. Okay. I, I just have a problem with award shows in general because so often it's like, all these people worked on this thing, but we're recognizing this person's work. Oh, like, yeah. it's And to say, like, you know, you, you get a thing where it's like, you know, you a movie. Sometimes movies get nominated for everything, uh-huh. you know, and that's cool. But it's still like when they win one award or two awards, it's like so everybody else had nothing to do with it. And it's like, oh, this person was so great as this character. And I'm like, were they? Or was the writing really good, and you don't yeah. know the difference? Yeah, exactly that, and or the editing. Yeah, like because that's the trouble with thinking about acting for the screen. Oh yeah, is that you could pick all of the worst takes or the weirdest flubs of mm-hmm. lines, and suddenly Meryl Streep is giving a terrible performance. Right, that would be weird though. But yeah, yeah, like, no, why but like, would you do that? Yeah. Well, if you're a bad editor uh-huh. or not, if you're rushing <laughs> or if you're the world's worst editor. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, just but like, like they miss mark every <laughs> every maybe. cut, and they're like, ah, I wanted to go with three. No, but I'm saying like it's all cobbled together in the way that yeah. they're presented. Yeah, because and obviously there's a lot of talent with mm-hmm. the best actors. Right. But if someone's like looking off at something, you can make them look at anything. Yep. And that's part of the performance is yeah. the editing and obviously the, the writing music. and the music for sure. The music is so important. Yeah. So you're right. It is a very collaborative thing and like yeah. singling out people is kind of flawed. And what, and when you don't know what the process was, how do you, how do you judge the process based on the product? That's yeah. what I don't like. And you know, but that's the whole thing about my drama program is mm-hmm. we're all about the process, not the product. But when you look at the product and then you go, I bet it was because that person did their job really yeah. well. It's like, what's happening? The no, other you're thing, right. Here's why I don't like the Emmys. Watch this. Okay. Because the Golden Globes are better. I mean, yeah. But also, how can you win multiple awards for doing the same thing? That's what I can't figure out. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, no one's ever won a Wask, an a Oscar. <laughs> no one's ever. <laughs> no one's in the no history one's, of literally the Literally, no one's ever won a Oscar. <laughs> And that's a shame. <laughs> there have been no people of color that have won Oscars. There's no, no been been no LGBTQ. Did I say it right? Th- that's a way to say it. <laughs> people. I think I said it all backwards. No, um, you said that perfect. There's, oh, there's honestly, more, it just depends on how you're feeling. There's more letters though that I could add. 
right? No, it could be LGBT plus or LGBTQ oh, or LGBTQIA yeah. or LGBTQQIAA plus. Good. Um, Glad we covered that. But no, so for the Emmys, like someone will win for doing the exact same thing. They will win the same award five years in a row. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's actually coming. This yeah. happened this year. Oh, good. Because um, I have a list of all the winners. Great. And I haven't thoroughly thoroughly looked through this, but yeah. I'm spoiled on a little bit because I'm going to be sharing this information mm-hmm. with you. Great. But I don't, do you know any of the winners? No. Okay. I kind I'm of excited. avoided it. I wanted to be surprised. Okay, cool. Um, so this will have that grain of reality. Also, I'm extremely busy lately. So yeah. I didn't. And I don't have TV. So that I really have to sense. go down my way to find this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a mess. But anyway, so um, I have my same reservations about o- award shows mm-hmm. and their value. Yeah. Because um, it's like the idea of like who is awarding these and mm-hmm. why are they rewarding these. Mm-hmm. And not everyone who votes in, say, the Oscars has seen all the movies. No, they haven't. And it's just not a totally fair and accurate way to evaluate yeah. something. And it's very pointless mm-hmm. but again as a as a a member of the lgbtqqiaa community yeah this is kind of my version of sports so i'm still into it yes because yes. it's a it's a competition about like drama and mm. acting and movies which i love you know because i'm a movie guy is too. it more maybe it's more like professional wrestling where you're kind of aware that it's, yeah you're aware it's manufactured yeah but you're still into it yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great comparison i'm really smart you are. Thanks. And speaking <laughs> of, I have, I've never watched wrestling, but I have so much more appreciation for it now that I've watched Glow mm. on Netflix. I'm like, I think I get it. I'm not going to watch it still. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, let's get started. Let's do it. But we're going to skip around a bit because there's a lot of information and not yeah. all of it's interesting. Yeah. But I want to go through the nominees for Outstanding Drama Series, okay. which is also a very kind way of naming your award. It's like, this was outstanding. Yeah. Not like best. It's yeah. like, this was just really good. This was most outstanding. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I want to run through this and see okay. if you've actually watched any of these. Oh, boy. Because okay. I know um, you're not always up on the like most current things because, you know, you have a child. I do. And a job. Uh-huh. It's difficult. Sort of, yeah. Well, you you 100% have both of those things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um number 1. Okay. Better Call Saul, which is the spin-off of Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. You've seen that? I love that show. Okay. Awesome. Love that show, but because of the fact that in the middle of last school year, so at the end of last calendar year, I cut off my cable and I just have a smart TV. Uh-huh. Uh, AMC's app is not great, so oh. I haven't, I'm I'm behind on the last season. I need to catch up. I'm honestly surprised that you watch it. So it's it's okay. I yeah. never watched Breaking Bad, right. so I'm like, I'm not gonna scold you. But Thank you. Both I of really them are good. appreciate that. Both of them are good. Breaking yeah. Bad is not as life altering as people want to make it sound like. It's really beautifully shot, and the story is cool, but like. You also know kind of where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> From the beginning. It's just like, we'll we'll get to this, but most prestige television, yeah. just I don't respond to. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get it. And there's 100 episodes, mm-hmm. and it is what it is, and it's going to be beautiful. But that's just not, I don't want to spend every week watching an hour of like mm-hmm. an Oscar-winning movie or whatever, like right. that type of situation. Yeah. Because that's really dull <laughs> to it me. It is. Um, I mean- I'd say both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul have some fun. 
Okay, there's that's fun good. to it. Like, I mean, the what's the first shot of Breaking Bad? I think it's him like driving, flying out of an RV in his underwear or something. Like, it's, okay, there's 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 some fun to it. It's heavy at times, but there's also there's a lot of fun. Um, Better Call Saul actually at times gets like wacky because okay because the character is a little broader. Cool, and it's Bob Odenkirk who's an old comedian. Yeah, who's on Arrested Development for an episode. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, the Crown. No, haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah, I mean, either. speaking of prestige, yeah, that's series. that's exactly the kind of thing where I'm like, I should watch it. I don't yeah. want to, but I should. Yeah, it's like a Downton Abbey where I'm like, I'm perfectly comfortable never having seen this. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. really good and people love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting to the prestige one that I have seen, which mm-hmm. is The Handmaid's Tale okay. on Hulu. Yeah, which because I enjoy dystopian. Mm-hmm. literature and whatnot and it's it was interesting to see a dystopian tale that's not for teenagers because that's mm-hmm. what we've been getting a lot oh yeah um the handmaid's tale i really enjoyed okay um i also read the book and i think the show is a vast improvement on the book oh cool um because the book is very good and it creates this world but the book doesn't go any further in giving the these characters a plot or things to do the book is literally just laying out how this world is and what all the places are so it's like all exposition and basically it's like, and then coming soon <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so great somebody found a way to to write a book that never goes anywhere perfect yeah i mean i think there there are a lot of books like that that are classics like Mm -hmm. a lot of 1984 is just setting up the world although you do get a love story that has like a conclusion Mm -hmm. and i'm an english teacher never read it well okay (laughs) sergio's never read it either and he's an english major no one wants to talk to me about 1984 (laughs) well i lived through 1984 it wasn't like i was five years old and it wasn't a big deal okay and it feels weird that we're still talking about a book that's now 30 years in the past like it's the future yeah well <laughs> time's weird no you're Keep right going. um anyway i i mean in, i'm interested in dystopian stuff yeah. in the handmaid's tale i thought was very interesting it is um it took me a couple episodes to actually like get on its wavelength because i was like oh. there is not a line of dialogue in this show that is above a whisper <laughs> oh cool and there's a lot of like staring out of flowing curtains and stuff <laughs> that's my kind of tv I know, but um, there is something really interesting and like very like raw and political about it because obviously it's about um, like female empowerment in a way. That's funny that um, you say. Obviously, I literally know nothing about the show other than Elizabeth Moss is on it, uh-huh. and I swore from just whatever I'd seen. I hadn't seen like ads and stuff. I'd just seen on Netflix when you like, or uh-huh. not on Hulu. Uh-huh. It's one of the first thing that pops up, and I was like, oh, so it's like. About the pilgrims? <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like that. No, um, just in a nutshell, it's about a not-too-distant future. Oh, boy. Um, All the way in the year 2012? Probably. Because it was written in the 80s. Yeah. It was probably written about the time that 1984 was supposed to take place. Yes. Um, but it's about um, an America that has returned to this, like, religious fundamentalism. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a... It's never really explained, but there's kind of this epidemic of um, infertility. So mm. any woman who's actually fertile is kind of enslaved to the rich to, like, bear their children. And That's not good. Yeah, that's not great. Um, but it is very much about um, how society treats women. And it's about, you know, it's Hunger Games-esque. Sort cool. of, in the sense that, like, these people are trying to rebel against a system that has been put in place that is... Mm-hmm really awful to them and there's bows and arrows 
N- well, no. Okay. Um, it's very much like a parlor drama, but with nice. I found the characters really interesting. Cool. I'm probably gonna enjoy it, but it's a lot of it's a lot of. Here's the thing. Sometimes I need TV that's just on, and if I look away, I'm not gonna miss anything. Oh yeah, that's not that one. Yeah, I, I don't mean wanna... you'll miss her staring out of a window and crying. Right, or whatever, but like so. that was what happened to me by the end of it. Mad Men because half the show is just people looking at each other and like raising an eyebrow and you're like, ooh, he yeah. raised his eyebrow at him. That means a thing. But if you're like me and you have a lot going on and you want to like do the dishes and have the TV on, uh-huh. you can't watch Mad Men. You have to like sit there and then you take out your phone. Just you're like, oh, who's that person? You take out your phone, go on IMDb for a second, and then you're like, uh oh, it's been a half an hour and I was looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can be rough. Yeah. Um, but the next show, House of Cards. Did you ever watch that show? I haven't. Yeah, that's fine. I've heard it starts out good. I watched all the way through I've not watched the current season mm-hmm. because I hopped off the boat. I was like, I don't I don't need to do this. Yeah. It I, was probably something that should have been like a limited run. Probably and they just kept going because it was such a big deal. Because it it is getting more and more outrageous <laughs> isn't it based on an english uh british series yes and, it is and the british series is probably like six episodes probably if i know those brits those bastards <laughs> those english they sure know how to do it yeah um i have no opinion on the current season mm. i enjoyed the show enough but i was watching it with sergio it wasn't probably something i would have sought out on my own yeah um stranger things loved it yeah stranger things is great mm-hmm. it's like an amalgam of all the cool 80s things yes and it does it in a way that's like reasonably original. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, great. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, brought a lot of, there's been a lot of really good child actors in media recently. Yeah. Like, I don't know where they're finding them. Yeah. And it, oh, there's always a part of me that's a little freaked out because I'm like, what's going to happen to this kid? Oh, yeah. And like It, the new movie It, is yeah. very much like Stranger Things. Because mm. it's set in the 80s and kids are riding around on bikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids from Stranger Things is in it. Mm. Um, He must be a professional cyclist at this point. Oh, he could do yeah. the Tour de France. Yeah. Kids riding bikes is a big deal. Yeah. It's like, I mean, in the 80s, we had all this stuff about the 50s. We had Stand By Me and so forth. Yeah. But so we just moved on. And in 30 years, it'll be about now. And, <laughs> and they'll be like, look how blank their cell phones are i don't know what it'll be but look how real their cell phones are they're not holograms they're not chips in their brain or whatever (laughs) like oh my god the phones were so big (laughs) um yeah this is us one of the biggest prestige dramas of the year i don't watch it i don't watch it either yeah my parents watched it i just finally realized that uh the wife of like on the show my, what's his name Milo Ventimiglia uh-huh. or Milo Milo is playing opposite an actress and I just realized isn't it Mandy Moore yeah I had no idea <laughs> yeah I've seen, but again I don't I, like I don't really see that many commercials anymore okay because you don't have a TV because I, I mean I have a TV I watch TV I watch things on Hulu but like you see a couple ads yeah over and over and over <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um and it's always for the Charmin bears and they're always really creepy and talking about their butts. Why why do the bears do that? I nobody ever discusses toilet paper ever. The ever. Charmin bears are grotesque. Yeah, it's that a family idea. only talks about their butts. I would never go to their Thanksgiving party. Yeah. <laughs> um 
I don't know if I would go to any Bears Thanksgiving party because I'm pretty sure I would be on the menu. Uh, I feel like they have good taste. They like berries and honeys. Yeah, people. Well, probably not people. Probably not. I don't think people are a main staple of their diet. I watched Grizzly Man. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyway, um, (laughs) Westworld is the uh, the last one. Okay. So like... Yeah, we didn't watch that either. So, nope. moving on. Like you said, um, your dad was disappointed. I've I've heard some people that really like it and some people that don't, and I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to gamble on this one. Uh-huh. Who's yeah, okay. on it? Somebody's on it that I really Oh, it uh James Marsden. James Marsden, yeah. and Rachel we Wood. Ta- we talked about him a lo- of several episodes ago, yeah. which is like 6 months ago for us now. Yeah, but Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I don't What a- Anthony Hopkins There's some quote about how he just like accepts every job because you know, money is good or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's all I can see in anything he does now. It's oh. just that he's like, yep, I'm getting paid. I just, ever since he did Hannibal Lecter, people have basically given him a free pass and like, oh, he's such a great actor. And I'm like, when was the last time you remember him being really good in something? I mean, he was great as Odin in the Thor movie. Right. I mean, I I don't, rem- I don't even remember him in that movie. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff, but like, he's just there. Yeah. He's like, eh, I'll be here. Have an accent. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I have he doesn't have an accent to him. To us he does. Did I, I guess just blow true. your mind. You totally blew my mind. Yeah. It's melting out of my ear right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um so which of those series do you think won for outstanding drama? Do you want me to go through the list again? Uh I'm gonna say Handmaid's Tale. You're right. It won. Yeah. Ding ding ding. Good ding, job. Ding, ding. You get one point. One Emmy point. Okay, I think I may have seen that somewhere, but okay. I don't know. It just Honestly, like, I printed oh, like, out the list and I didn't see it anywhere. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I think I was just flipping through Hulu. Hulu. Uh-huh. What is going on? Oh boy. I was flipping through the Hulu on my TV and I think it said like 2017 Emmy winner. Yeah, they probably had a big fanfare because they're like, we actually made something that yeah. people liked. Yeah. It wasn't Resident Advisor or whatever. That's a sitcom they made. No. No, Shannon watched it. Yeah, how'd it go? Oh, she hated it, but she watched all of it. Oh, that sounds like that sounds like what a lot of people do. Yep. Anyway, let's go through our outstanding comedy series, and we'll do that. F- I mean, this was kind of going to be the main crux of the conversation, and I'll kind of flip through the other winners. No problem. Um, comedy series Atlanta was nominated. I don't watch that. I don't think it's a. I don't know. I think it's one of them dramedies. Yeah, my... it's in everything. It shouldn't be in a category. It should just be best Atlanta. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, is it really good? Because I've heard it's really good. It's really good, but you, you like, there's episodes where you're like, when's the episode gonna start? Like, it's so it is so non-conforming. Okay. Anno- like, there's. I mean, you know there's an episode where Justin Bieber's in it? Really? Except Justin Bieber is played by a black actor. What? Yeah, it's so okay. weird. Like, I mean, what a choice. But like That's really interesting. Yeah, and he's, you know, super obnoxious and stuff, but like it, it there's also another episode where the entire thing is like a talk show. Like it's okay. you're, like you're watching a talk show, but one of the characters from the show is on the talk show, but almost like a crosstalk charlie rose type thing okay and they're examining identity issues and there's a you know there's a black guy a black kid that's like no i'm a 40 year old white man Hmm. i'm not a i'm not a 14 year old black kid i'm yeah it's it's just bizarre but it doesn't start that way it starts like oh okay this is normal and then 
in random episodes, something happens and you're like, am, am I the only one seeing <laughs> this? And because I'm streaming it, I always feel like, did I pick the wrong show? Yeah. What is this? Is this a behind the seat? What am I watching? Okay, yeah. cool. It's um, very cool though. I like the cast. Donald Glover is good. Yeah. Um, Lakeith Stanfield is in it, right? Yes, and he's yeah, amazing. He's awesome. He's I love him. He's the funny part of the show. Oh, okay. Which is weird because I've seen him in more dramatic roles. Mm-hmm. He can do anything. Yeah, he's really funny in that. He also played Snoop Dogg in the yeah. the, the, the the movie about those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Straight Outta Compton, that yes. one. We're yeah. so white. Um, well, but I just couldn't remember. I couldn't remember the name of the band, not the album. Anyway. Um, no, but um, Lakeith Stanfield... He played a role in this Jay-Z video mm-hmm. that was made pretty recently. Um, I don't... The video is very confusing, but the first half of it is just part of an episode of Friends, but recast with all black comedians. I love it. And it's really interesting. Yeah. And then the video gets very artistic and esoteric and doesn't make any sense, and it's very frustrating. Mm. And it's only like... 25% a music video because mm-hmm. there's like a Jay-Z song playing in the background and mm-hmm. then this guy goes and a Jay-Z song was on <laughs> and a Jay-Z song was and I on. throw my hands up <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah exactly no but like this guy goes through like a magical door that leads into a park and he sits on a bench and then he's like staring off into space as the like audio of La La Land being declared the best picture winner happens okay and the video is called moonlight and i'm like i'm sure this is very important and means something to jay-z but it made no sense yeah but the first half where they were reenacting friends was really cool Mm -hmm. and that's actually like a comment on the racial divide in the media yes and all the actors are great okay um one of them was tiffany haddish who was she just kind of like became a bigger thing Mm -hmm. because she was in girls trip Okay. Um, cause she's like the funniest character in Girls Trip, and she gets a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Issa Rae is in it, who has an HBO show called Insecure, which mm-hmm. I just binged all of, and she's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Rel Howery, who was in Get Out and also Insecure, mm-hmm. and Lakeith Stanfield, and two other people I don't remember. Okay. But like everyone in it is like a really cool, mm-hmm. like either up and coming or established black comedian, and it was super interesting. Yeah. And Atlanta, I guess, is probably good too. Anyway, Atlanta is good. You should watch it. <laughs> um, Blackish was also nominated. Okay, I don't watch that show. I don't watch a lot of current sitcoms. Yeah, I haven't gotten into Blackish. It just never made it into the rotation. I, yeah, anytime I watch a little of it, I kind of enjoy it. But I also feel like, you know, that thing when you get into a sitcom and it's like three seasons in, and you're like, oh, I don't get any of the jokes. But not, yeah, just because like those characters have been established and you don't know what established them mm-hmm. so they're like they say they go no nah, you know it's supposed to be a joke but you're like i don't know who that is that's how i felt talking like that i watched the first episode of fuller house having never seen an episode of full house <laughs> and it was like stepping into an alternate dimension where yeah. totally unfunny things are funny <laughs> which is partially what full house is but oh, also yeah. like it was all callbacks and i was like why are you doing an impression of Bullwinkle and why are people laughing? Yeah, that show, that's so, that was a weird moment where that show, like, everybody was so excited. And I was like, that show wasn't good the first time no. around. I was a kid. I was like seven when it came out. So I was pretty into it for the first couple of years. Uh huh. And then I got old enough and I went, oh, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. It's, 
it's fine. It's yeah. fine that that happens. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Master of None got nominated. Okay. Um, my dad watched that and he showed me a couple episodes. I've watched all of it, Master of None. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Also, a pretty experimental show. Yes. Like, there's some really interesting stuff and really interesting identity politics because mm-hmm. TV's really, especially like streaming television, is really just like digging down into, like, what's inside this person? Yeah. Or just this random side character. And yeah. I guess my thing with that show is it's good. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. It just doesn't resonate with me. Like I watched, I watched it all pretty quickly though. I would say. I don't know. But I think I, it, it's more structurally interesting than it is like, yeah. Uh, funny or like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the structure was that was so different. It was like, it's like a romantic comedy starring Aziz Ansari. Yeah, no, and but he's not a very good actor, and that's well, my issue. Yeah, he kind of only has one thing that he does, and it, it, it <laughs> wears on me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, the next show, Modern Family. Wow, God, that is. Such it's still a show. I know, I know, but like that is such a divide between what we're talking about. I and know, then, and then Modern Family, which. Which is crazy to think of Modern Family at one point was kind of edgy. Yeah, because Modern Family now is like the stalwart, like, safe comedy. And it's very much, well, it's still super safe, but, like, back when it started. It's not that safe. No, you're right. Like, there's a lot of stuff on there that, I mean, not safe in terms of, like, they're not going to get Trump mad at them or anything. They're not going to do anything that edgy. But they're, like, sometimes, you know, Jack likes to watch it, and I'm like, Okay, I'm glad all this is going over your head. Okay, because there's a lot of there's a lot of like risque talk. Oh, okay, yeah. I have, I think I watched the first three seasons back in the day, but then I went to college and I was like, I got homework to do. I mean, I really appreciated the way they handled the gay couple. Yeah, um, but they've handled it, and the show is now just like spinning its wheels. Nothing happens anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. like they're like oh they're graduating high school and going away to college but not really because we can't write them out of the show. So yeah, that's like, always a really awkward stage in the life of a sitcom. Yeah, like basically all the kid characters just become burnouts because they have yeah. to stay in the house. Haley's living in the basement. Yep. Alex moved back in, but she's the successful one, so they had to keep making her sick. What? She went away to college and then they're like she got really sick. She's home with Mono. Or whatever. <laughs> what? It was so dumb. And then she like got some job at a coffee shop and like, what are we doing, guys? As you do. Just I have her like, go to school down the like. Why did you write yourself into the corner of having her go to school far away? Uh-huh. Like just, it's Southern California. Mm-hmm. It's, there's good schools down here. Just, just we're littered with them. Yeah, <laughs> they're everywhere. Lots of people stay at home and go to school. It's a thing that happens. Yeah, and they're they're a comfortable middle class family but like yeah. if she wants to go to usc or something without a scholarship or like even with us you're not paying for dorms yeah. on top of that yeah just ever stay there yeah um anyway God, that's um weird though i love that though there's some weird stuff and also i feel like there's always a coffee shop in the later seasons of tv shows yeah sabrina the teenage witch when she went to college one of her aunts bought a coffee shop so she could still be in the show because they stopped using like the house set from the high school mm. um i don't know it's a whole situation anyway um silicon valley is also nominated yes um, great show yeah i've enjoyed every episode i've seen of it mm-hmm. but i've never like watched it all the way through or mm. like any season all the way through 
I've watched every episode. I couldn't tell you one thing that happened on one episode. Yeah. I like It's cute. Yeah. I like Gabe from The Office. Yeah. He's great in he's, everything. Yeah. I'm yeah, he's creepy in everything, but different ways. He's always weird. Yeah. He's always different. I love him so much. Yeah. I really like Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. He's great. Kumail Nanjiani is I great. I really like him and I um I like Bill from Freaks and Geeks, whatever that guy's name is. Oh, 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 Martin Starr. Yes. He's awesome. I know he's him great. from Party Down. Yes. he He's playing kind of the same character as Party yeah, Down. Yeah, that's kind of his whole yeah. situation, but he's I mean, great. he's very different as Bill on Freaks and Geeks. Okay. Yeah, I love that character. Anyway, go ahead. Um, Next one, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which uh, I really enjoy that show, but it is so heavily flawed. <laughs> yeah. It's really messy. Yeah. The plot never makes any sense, nope. and especially this season, anything with Carol Kane, I was like, I can't stand this. Yeah. Because her character, they took her, they had to put her in this weird corner because they couldn't find anything to do with her. Yeah. And they gave her a boyfriend, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I liked that, sort of, but like- I don't know, well, because- As like, a way to write her out of the show, maybe like, nah, she's happy and she goes off with this guy. Maybe. Rich. Like, that would have been, but like, they kept having her interject. That's another show that, how does that show progress? How does she stay living in that basement? Uh huh. And yeah, it's just like the that that is a problem with sitcoms because yeah. the whole point of a sitcom is that you can watch any episode at any time. Mm-hmm. So at the it's at the end, like during the plot of an episode, they can try to push to be better, but they always have to be pulled back to square one mm-hmm. into the stasis. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I Love Lucy did, that's, mm-hmm. which is you know like the archetypical yep. sitcom is like Lucy's constantly pushing to be like a big star or to like get her break. Yep. And then her husband always has to pull her back to be like the wife and the yeah. m- woman in the home. And that's also very much about gender roles in the fifties. Yeah. But like, that's just how sitcoms have to be. Yeah. And it's incredibly frustrating the further along you get. That's why how I met your mother was such a miserable slog in the last couple of seasons. Oh my God. Yeah. I think we talked about that recently. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Where so it was just like, oops. Oops, we got yeah. to, what do we do now? We got two more seasons to, I mean, Lost did the same thing. Yeah. Lost was like, my favorite sitcom. <laughs> well, you know, but like TV shows in general. When, yeah, because they have to keep going. And and that's what I was saying earlier about the British shows where like, it's better when you just do six episodes. Mm-hmm. Tell the story and get on with it. But like. And that's why like, Smash is the perfect television show. So here's the deal. <laughs> oh my God. No, I don't have to do <laughs> Which one is Smash? Is that the one with like Deborah Messing and it's about yes, Broadway? Deborah oh. Messing and Angelica Houston and yeah, one girl, uh, Catherine McPhee from there American Idol. Yeah, mm, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. It made no sense. I've been listening to a podcast about it. Oh my, it was awesome. That well, the podcast is called After Smash. After Smash, okay, and it's a recap show of Smash that came out in 2015, which was two years after Smash ended. I love it. And I'm listening to it now, so I'm even further yeah, you're four delayed. Years That's good. But it's great. And I'm I so bet it is. I just I went off and let's keep going. Veep go. is the final nominee. Okay. Veep won. And Veep did win. Yay. Because that show's great. It is great. It's incredible. Yeah. And um Clea Duvall um has a large role in this season. She's a she's a lesbian actress. So she's famous for two lesbians. <laughs> Um, she oh. was well. She was in like the faculty. She was a fairly big like yeah. teen star in the late nineties. Um, do do you watch Veep? Like, have you? Are you? I have up? watched Veep. Here's my problem. Okay, I love it, but it's a 
it's a show about people putting their foot in their mouth. Uh-huh. That is tough. And I it I just it's like I know it's it's a me thing. It's not it's not the show's fault. Yeah. I just that kind of comedy always I'm like ah, I don't want to watch it cuz I'm like oh what's she going to screw up now? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, but Veep did win. Mhm. And is it Hold on. Let me double check my statistics and facts and all the great things that are wonderful and that I should have checked before this. I know Clea Duval's face. Yes. From what? I do not know. She's been in a lot of stuff. Girl Interrupted, I think. Really? But, like, I didn't watch that movie. But I remember seeing her in it. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so I'm just going to skip to Julia Louis-Dreyfus, also won for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Okay, cool. And this is her sixth year in a row winning that award. And she just set a record for doing that, which yeah. is because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. That just always I, I had a feeling that was going to be who it was. Yeah. But, like, okay, so somebody establishes that they're really good in a role, right? Yeah. So then. Get over the, it. <laughs> well, once you win for it, I don't think you should be eligible. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Because how can you be better than the best? And, like, it's not like she's going to be worse and she's playing the same character it's not like she's either improving or getting worse every year they're like oh she was really off her game this year like that doesn't happen that never happens it's just like who's the fresh new face that we're going to push forward yeah maybe but like which is why the golden globes are more interesting also because they do give new voices a chance to Mm -hmm. be rewarded well and everybody gets drunk drunk at this yeah which is great and jodie foster kind of sort of comes out of the closet that was a great year do you not remember that i don't remember she gave the craziest speech because she was a little drunk oh, and good. she basically was like telling everyone that she was a lesbian, but she never used those words. Mm. She was like, cause I'm, you know how it is with like my life and everything. And like, you've all been there. We know what's going <laughs> on. And it was just really incoherent. Yeah. And I think funnier die. So this tells you how long ago it was. Yeah. Funnier die made a video making fun of that. Mm-hmm. And it was like Jodie Foster's rousing speech inspires teens to kind of sort of maybe come out to their parents. <laughs> hey, mom and dad. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you know how it is sometimes. It's like when you're, you and I, we both know. So <laughs> you, we got it right. Yeah. Okay. And it was really funny. I actually wonder how many, like not to trivialize it, but for how many teens where, you know, they have that moment of coming out and it's this big emotional thing. And then their parents react like how I always react when somebody comes out to me where I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And <laughs> which oh, is, t- which yeah. is tough at, at, at that yeah. age when you're doing it, you're like, your expectations are mm-hmm. so weird. You mm-hmm. Mostly you just don't want people to like punch you in the face or whatever, yeah. or, like kick you out of the house. Oh, of course you imagine the worst. Yeah. But also you expect it cause you've been keeping it hidden for so long. Yeah. Probably unsuccessfully. You expect it to be like this really big reveal because you haven't yeah. told anyone, yeah. but most people are already know and are pretty cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wait, no one, this isn't like a big shocking moment for anyone. <laughs> I've always wondered what that's like to like, it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> Is it really? Cause I'm always, I mean, I, I mean, one of my favorites, a friend of mine, we went out to dinner uh-huh. and he like left the, t- or I left the table. I can't remember, but there was, it was like, there was a break in the conversation. And then when either he or I returned to the table, he said, so I'm going to drop a bomb on you. And in my mind, I went, oh, he's dying. <laughs> yeah. And he said, so I'm gay. And I went, uh-huh. Like, I thought that was the first part yeah. of the bad news or whatever, the bomb that he was. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's it? <laughs> and then he was like, yeah. And then I could tell kind of for the rest of the night, he was like, well, you weren't that. Like, 
like eh. yeah and i was like and i don't care <laughs> literally don't care and like i'd never thought about it uh-huh. i'd never thought like is he gay or st-? i just hadn't had that thought so yeah like, you, he d- said it you don't I was think like, yeah. that about everyone <laughs> yeah oh man but yeah it's hilarious because like you want it to be a big deal yeah but in a positive way yeah. where people are shocked but like supportive yeah but most Ooh. of the time it's just kind of like a balloon being let out yeah it's like <laughs> and it's like oh well <laughs> i guess this is just my life now <laughs> i i kept this deep dark secret but it turns out like everybody's kind of okay with it so that was a lot of wasted stress yeah yeah um and i i just started a new job uh-huh. and one difficult thing about like when you're when you're a celebrity yeah. gay person you come out and everybody knows because you can knows. tell like Newsweek or whatever that's People Magazine yeah and s- suddenly that's the process but as an actual real life gay person is like, that you yes are you a real life person that is that oh is my me. goodness uh, you're not I'm, a celebrity I'm gonna drop a bomb on you <laughs> okay you're a real I'm life. not famous <laughs> oh my god um no but every um new person you meet mm-hmm. is another coming out process mm-hmm. which is half annoying especially because you don't know how people are going to react yeah. most of the time now like i decided because i just started a new job mm-hmm. that's like i really enjoy it mm-hmm. but it's not like a career job yeah where i'm like this is the most important thing in my life like it's a cool job and i'm getting mm-hmm. money and i respect it and i'm doing it well but it doesn't mean it's not my number one biggest thing in my life. Yeah. Um, so I decided like always with any new job, I usually wait like a couple of weeks to a month to try to like test the waters before I tell anyone. Yeah. But this time I was like, screw it. I don't care if the people are weird, I'll leave. Yeah. So I just told a story about like, Oh, my boyfriend does this, whatever. And nobody reacted. And I was like, okay, great. And so and I'm out. Yeah. So it's like, this is how I'm going to live my life now. Cause yeah. that was so satisfying. Yeah. And it's not a big deal, especially in 27, especially in Southern California yeah. in 2017 Certain parts. There's probably some parts where there, no, weird. there's, that's not a lifestyle. Most people should or can live. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not telling anyone to just yeah. like come out to people, but like it was kind it's of a good way to come out though. Just make it casual part yeah. of conversation. And then it's not, then they don't have to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Unless they do the like, wait, did you say boyfriend? I know. Nobody did though. Wait a minute, are you sure you said the right word? <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's done that because most people, most of the people there are my age, like of within course. three or four years up or down, mm-hmm. and most people my age are like, yeah, okay, yeah. We watched Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, we watched Modern Family, and those two guys, one of them's gay. <laughs> yeah, they kissed after like six seasons. <laughs> yeah, and it was a huge deal. Oh God. Okay. Get let's move on anyway but we have <laughs> anyway we got see this is this was kind of what i was expecting from this episode that it was going to yeah. be almost 100 percent tangents yeah because neither of us watched the emmys or half of the shows this that is what emmys. i thought our podcast would be at the beginning is yeah. we would have a, t- a loose topic and then we would just ramble that sounds great to me <laughs> um anyway I like planning i have see. you know my job involves planning and i don't like doing it yeah. Speaking well. of which, I have to do that after you leave. Uh-oh. Boo. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah. Anyway, let's see. What else interesting happened? Uh, I'm just going to rattle off some of the actor winners because I don't really care. Okay. Um, Sterling K. Brown won lead actor for a drama for This Is Us. Um, okay. Yeah, he's in it. I don't know. I don't watch that show. Um, Elizabeth Moss won for The Handmaid's Tale, which is, okay, that's fine. I liked The Handmaid's Tale a lot, but 
I don't know if I like Elizabeth Moss that much. Mm. Um, like she's good, but yeah. it's just like I wasn't blown bowled over by anything she did. It's like you were totally serviceable in this show. Okay, so this this is something that I've always thought. Once the public decides that somebody is a good actor, because most people don't know what acting is. Yeah. Right? Um, which drives me crazy when I'm like, especially when I'm listening to movie podcasts and they start talking about like the actor's thought process from what they think it is. Oh, where yeah. they're like, ooh, put some stuff in it for me to do like this. And I'm like, that, that actors don't get to just come in and tell them on the day of like, put a scene in where I get like, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Like it, you can't just make a movie when with actors going like, Hey, 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 put the, that's, those are the movies that are on, you know, how did this get made? Yeah. <laughs> like, which are very interesting most of the time. Yeah. But, but like, it's not, it's not good. Um, so, uh, Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss has, it's like, she's a great actor. So everything she's in is good. Yeah. And she's fine in it. But I never see her do anything where I'm like, whoa. I'm just like, she's a good actor, but not above anyone. Like, has she ever played anything other than just like somber? I don't think so. But people think you make a serious face and they play some serious music behind you. And it's like, what good acting? Oh, God. And on the Handmaid's Tale soundtrack has made some really tough decisions. Really? There is some. It's mind boggling. Mm hmm. How they chose some of the song. There's a lot of like, it's scored like a trailer mm-hmm. in the sense that like it's a minor key cover of a pop song, um, mm-hmm. that is r- either really on the nose or makes no sense at all. Okay. They used oh shoot, I can't remember. I can't remember any of the songs they used, which is Good. a real shame. Right now, glad we brought this. But up. it's because <laughs> it was so generic. Yeah. Um, but there was like this one point where they just used. I need to look this up. Okay. Because it was really frustrating to me um, what they used, but it was just like some like pop song that did mm. not fit. I th- you know what it was? Mm. You know what it was? What was it? I'm fairly certain. I'm f- I might be 100% wrong. Okay. I'm fairly certain it was birds flying high. Oh. You know how I feel. You know that Wait, song. And then Magic Ian came out and threw some doves. Yeah. Okay. That is a 100% <laughs> inside joke to people who went to our school. But um, It's all right. There's only three people listening to this. Yeah. Well, Two of them are me and Jack. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's rough. I need to move on. Okay. I'm having a time. Oh wait, um, hold on. Let me just okay. finish my thing. Oh, so this yeah. happens with this happens with dramatic, quote unquote, dramatic actors, where everybody decides like they're so good in everything. Uh-huh. Anthony and Hopkins. Like, we just talked about it. Yeah, but like, yeah, he's got. It, I don't. It, when someone just like does the same thing in every role and they're very serious about it, like that's fine. That's good. That that. I mean, that is acting. But like, when you never seen them do anything outside of a certain zone, I'm like. Do they have any range? Yeah. Because that to me is acting. Like you can say really great lines. If you can deliver great lines, that's good. But that's like, the to me, that's like the bare minimum of being an actor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I almost think it's like, well, she's kind of interesting looking. She's not funny looking but she's not beautiful she's not she must she's be not doing what something. we think of as a conventionally attractive tv star level right so then she must be a good actor yeah that and makes I, sense i just i'm like eh. i'm just like meh she's vanilla she's yeah. vanilla she's and meh no that's why people like like Stanfield are so much more interesting yeah because he can do anything 
and you don't know what he's going to do. You never know what he's going to do. The way he chooses, I just the choices he makes are so cool. It, whatever. Yeah. Watch no, him on Atlanta. You'll like it. Okay, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, but that is the reason I mostly like side characters and things because they're yes. given way more interesting things to do and they also display way more range in what they're capable of. Yes. Like uh, Judy Greer, who mm-hmm. is a hilarious actress. Yes. Um, She had a part in The Descendants, the George Clooney movie, yeah. which is a pretty mediocre movie. It's like totally fine. Yeah. But she has a dramatic scene in it that mm. blew me away. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know you had that in you. Yeah. I'm so glad someone let you do that. Yeah. And these Not are the just, people who don't get main roles most of the time. Yeah. But they're so good. Yeah. She has a show that she's done. It's called something. It's like a one word title. Married? I think so. That was a show she did. I, yeah. It's over now. Mm-hmm. But my parents liked it. Yeah. I they're, it my, they're my uh, reference point for a lot of shows because I don't watch as many shows <laughs> yeah. as they do. You're too busy watching bad horror movies. Yeah. Speaking of, I just rewatched <laughs> Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah. That movie is hilarious. <laughs> I don't think that was their goal. I don't think so. <laughs> but it just is so broken yeah. at every level it's possible to be. It's fascinating. Yeah. And also there's a lot of shirtless men, so I'm cool with it. Okay. But um, I'm just going to tell you one detail. Of oh, please. 3D. Mm. This movie came out in 2013, and it is very specifically set in 2013. Okay. Like there's a scene where a cop uses FaceTime to sh- to like show the chief of police like what he's looking at or whatever mm-hmm. on his phone. Yeah. So it's like this is we're here. Yeah. This is what's happening. But the prologue takes place like the day after the events of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Which is set in 1973. Right. There is a baby in that scene mm-hmm. who grows up to be our main character in 2013. Hold on. Math. Got it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So what age would this person be? 40. Uh Uh-huh. At least. Uh, She's played by like a 25-year-old. Perfect. In a crop top. Yes. (laughs) And the movie doesn't notice. (laughs) Never acknowledge That she's supposed to be like 43. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. It's just the fundamental concept makes no sense. Yeah, I love it. And it it just keeps going from there, and it's Mm -hmm. great. Anyway. Okay. um, John Lithgow won for The Crown. Yeah, he's Um, really good. He played... Somebody? That guy. No, he played like the guy from World War Two, the British one. Mm. I can't believe I'm blanking. John Lithgow. Yeah. <laughs> no. He didn't play himself from <laughs> World War Two. <II. laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> he was probably around, maybe like a baby. Maybe. Maybe. Um shoot. He's a really nice guy, by the way. Have you met him? Yeah, he used to walk his dogs while we were doing stupid Tai Chi in the morning in Aww. college. And he'd walk his dogs by us every day and kind of smile and wave. And then one of my friends ran up to him and I was like, oh, you know, when you're in L.A. and like Uh especially at UCLA, I don't know what it's like at USC. I'm sure there's celebrities that use the campus for different things. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But being right next to Bel Air and Beverly Hills, there were like famous people walking through all the time. And my whole thing is just let them be. Yeah, just let them live their life. Every once in a while, some dumb freshman theater major would run up to a celebrity with nothing to say. Oh, yeah, that's the you know, worst. Just too. like, hi, I really love your work. Can you tell me how to be famous? Like that kind of thing. This was one of my favorite um, friends. And she ran up to him and I was like, oh, don't. But all she said was, I thought you looked. It was the day after the Emmys, I think. Okay. Coincidence. Ooh, Back when he was on Full third, Circle. Third Rock. 
Did he win Best Dramatic Actor? He did not win Best Dramatic Dramatic Actor for that comedy. By the way, he played Winston Churchill, and I'm an idiot for not remembering that. Yeah, I couldn't. Well, once you blanked on it, I was gone. (laughs) Yeah, no, because like when you're in the moment, you're like thinking too hard about it now. Yeah, and I was like Truman. My Truman. My Truman. Un- yeah, that's where I was. I could be <laughs> Truman too. My uncle had a pair of cats named Winston and Churchill. I should have been able to do that. Anyway, um, so he so he had been on the Emmys the night before, and my friend ran up and was like, "I thought you look. I really liked your tux last night." Uh-huh. Something like that, and he had like a cute quip, like, "Oh, I wish you had been able to see. And, you know, I wish it had been on screen longer." Meaning, like, I wish I had won. Oh yeah, because he got nominated and did win. I thought that was cute, but he was always really sweet and like smiled at us and like laughed when we were struggling. <laughs> he was he was he was just like one of those people he had a really kind face and he Great. I've heard him interviewed he seems really you know he was always nice to us but we also didn't bother that was the one time I, I mean he woke, walked by every day and it was at the peak of Third Rock Oh wow okay So yeah. he was like not it wasn't like oh there's that guy from that one show it was like that show was huge and it's back when we kind of only had three networks uh-huh. like it was a much bigger deal then 20 years ago almost exactly in fact exactly and uh he but he was just like so mellow, and it was cool. That but, sounds awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's let's kind of blast through the rest because we've been talking for a while. Donald Glover won for Atlanta. Oh, good. Um, actor. For what? Actor. I think. Kay. I think they won some other stuff. I heard. Um. Kay. Ugh. Well, Alec Baldwin won supporting actor in a comedy series for Saturday Night Live. Um. That's fine. Yeah. But also, he's not on that show. Anyway. Yeah, Uno supporting actor because yeah. he was he he was on a lot this season. I know, season, and that so. was that was the big criticism was the best people on the show this year were he and Melissa McCarthy, and no one else from the show stood out at all. I disagree with that because okay. I watched the show and I really like. I mean, I'm very in on SNL the good. current seasons. Oh, good. I'm excited for it to come back because coming back on the thirtieth. Okay. Live, so I can watch it at eight thirty from oh, the cool. West Coast, which cool. is great for me. Yeah. Um. But, like, I mean, Kate McKinnon's on the show. Yeah. Obviously, she's incredible. We don't have to talk about it. Yeah. But I thought Alec Baldwin's Trump impression was fine. Yeah. And let's see. Who did he beat out? He beat out Louis Anderson from Baskets, who I think won last year. So, yeah. whatever. They f- they're finally listening to your idea. Yeah. Um, Titus Burgess from, Un- from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, who mm-hmm. I think is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Burrell from Modern Family. And then Tony Hale and Matt Walsh from Veep. I guess it wasn't like a super yeah, strong slate, I guess. But I just feel like he was rewarded for making SNL a lot of money or yeah. like g- giving them a lot of viewers. I mean, it was like a kind of a, it was, he I was mean, an icon- iconic for what, for this year. He served a really important purpose. Yeah. I would say we needed, we needed him to do that. Yes. He may not have been the best impressionist in the world, but it was so over the top. It let us laugh. Yeah. And we really needed that. No, you're right. Like, but we needed uh, that as a country. We still need it. Yeah, I agree. I just like, I don't want to re- reward him for being only okay in yeah. the role. But that's because I still have the I have the naive suspension of disbelief that they're actually rewarding people for doing great work. Nah. Um, but no, speaking of. For being famous or yeah. being talked about. Kate McKinnon also won for oh, Saturday Night Live. I love that. And she totally deserves yes, it. Yes. And she's, she's incredible. She might be the funniest person on the planet right now. I don't know. Yeah. And from SNL, two other people were nominated. Leslie Jones, who is fine. She, She's Leslie Jones in yeah. everything. And she's great. I think she's really funny as yeah. like a stand-up and as a personality. But Honestly, I think she is at her weakest on SNL. Yeah. But I think she's great in so many other things. Yeah. 
But Vanessa Bayer was also nominated. I love Vanessa Bayer. Yeah, and I think she's so incredible underrated. and totally overlooked yes. all the time. She is like the, I don't know, like how, I don't want to, well, the only person I can think of is Phil Hartman. That's tragic. But oh. like the person that is great forever and does so many different funny things. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever really talks about it. And I think she's great, and she was great in that uh, dumb movie she was in. What was she in? Ugh, we talked about it with uh, with the. Oh boy, uh, I suck. I suck. Never mind. Let's okay. move on. Um, <laughs> for limited series, Trainwreck. What? She was in Trainwreck. Wasn't she? Oh, was she? Isn't she the friend in Trainwreck? I don't remember because I don't think I knew specifically who she was then. Um, Keep going. For us, any limited series, the nominees are Fargo, Feud, Betty and Joan, which people stopped talking about, like episode two, um, The Night Of, which was a buzzy HBO show. Something. That was good. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was really upsetting, though. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Something called Genius that I've never heard of, and then Big Little Lies. So, like, guess which one won? Oh, geez. Uh, what was the first one you said? Fargo. Big Little Lies one? Yeah, Big Little Lies one. Because mm. that was huge. That was show it? was, yeah, it was a powerhouse. I didn't watch it. Um, I, I think I was most disappointed because I, I follow Adam, Adam Scott yeah. on Twitter. And I was like, oh, this looks really funny. Oh. And then it came out and I was like, oh, it's a drama. I don't want anything. And yeah, I, it's very serious. And the, for the first couple episodes, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever watched. Because mm. it's a lot of drama about like children's birthday parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. But eventually, they made that triviality into like a comment on yeah. how trivial it is, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's actually interesting." Yeah. And like the final episode really cemented in like, "Oh, I get we were doing this whole season." Yeah, like it was a good show. Yeah, and a lot of like great actresses in it, mm-hmm. um, and Nicole Kidman. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you say that you're you should be able to move your face to act convincingly because well, she, uh, she can't. I don't want to like go in on Nicole Kidman, who I do really like. Yeah. But also, her accent is really bad in Big <sighs> Little Lies. Just make her Australian. It's so inconsistent. <laughs> just make her Australian. Like the, we talked about this. Yeah, in we did. Neighbors we, we've or whatever. It's it. like yeah. just give her one line of dialogue and then it's over, and it doesn't matter. It'd be like, oh, I'm from Australia, <laughs> and <laughs> done. Yeah, done. <laughs> when I grew, when I was growing up in in Australia, Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. Might. I think it's Brisbane. Anyway. I was just trying to be Australian. I was right. Train wreck. Okay, good. And I was um, trying to remember Tilda Swinton because we talked about her in Train Wreck. Oh, gosh. She's so good. Yeah. Well, we talked about this. Um, Riz Ahmed won for the night of. Okay. I think um, I knew that. I saw a picture of him holding a thing. Uh-huh. And it said, we here or something. <laughs> I like him. I don't... I feel like I'm behind on who he is. Like, I just was flipping through some social media thing and he was rapping on a talk show and oh I was yeah like, he he's, he's a, a he's a hip-hop artist i had no idea he has been a hip-hop artist yeah. like that's what he's been doing and then he kind of did acting yeah he's in no rogue idea. one yeah he's in um, rogue one as like <laughs> now that i've watched the beginning of that movie like five times i finally figure out who he is <laughs> it's there's a lot I'm of like characters. what's happening who is this and they're like oh we captured a guy and then like 10 seconds later they show him and I was always uh-huh. like who's this guy? <laughs> isn't the, his the name the guy they just talked about? Uh-huh. I missed it. Like is isn't his name like Bodhi? I don't remember. Yeah, cuz like I think it's B O D I. I think that character's name is Bodhi Rook. Yeah. But I kept hearing it as Bodhi like B O A T Y like like he's a Gidget character oh. or something. 
or Lil Bodie. That's not a rapper, is it? It's Lil Yachty. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a seafaring vessel. Yeah. I see where I you'd think be confused. He goes by boat something. But I don't know. Boat master. One of my kids was telling me about it. I don't know. They're schooling me on hip hop. Okay, that's great. I'm out of touch. Oh, but speaking of great performances, Nicole yeah. Kidman won for Big Little Lies. Oh man, I feel dumb. Um, of course she did. She's the most famous person that was in any of this. She yeah. used to be married to Tom Cruise. No, you're right. And both and that other guy. Keith Urban? Is she still married to Keith Urban? Yeah, she is. They both, they look the same at this point. Both of them, their faces don't move. Yeah. By the way, that's a Keith Urban guitar in the corner behind my guitar, the second guitar. Okay, so. My mom bought that for me as a gift. That's great. Um, (laughs) The, for outstanding supporting actress and actor, they were both big Little Eyes performances. Um, Laura Dern, who I love. She's great. And Alexander Skarsgård, who like, okay, He's, he's real handsome. Yeah. How was his accent? His was fine. Really? Yeah. Um, is his iffy sometimes? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I get him um, and another guy mixed up all the time. I feel like he just needed his moment now that his brother Bill is getting all the accolades from being Pennywise and it's Oh, is that his brother? Yeah, that's his brother. Oh, okay. There's so many scars guards. Mm-hmm. I looked it up recently. There's like nineteen of them. But there's um, also the American one. Is there an American one? Or is it not Skarsgård? Is it Sarsgard? Oh, are you thinking of Peter Sarsgard? Yeah, Sarsgard. He is not related. I know. He doesn't even have the same name. I got his name wrong. <laughs> no, I used to I think like that Peter Sarsgard in everything. Everything he's good in. He's good in everything. Do you hear me? Everything. Okay. Uh, what about something? <laughs> <laughs> that was, I don't remember. And he's played a lot of different characters, by the by. Okay. Just so you know. He's the slacker friend in Garden State. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He's great in Garden State. I know him as mostly like creepy characters. He usually is creepy. I like him better when he's not. Okay. Because he, uh, he's really good in, the, is it Shattered Glass? The one that where you can tell that Hayden Christensen actually can act if he's given not the worst dialogue <laughs> in the world. I don't know. I think it's called Shattered Glass. I recommend it if you haven't seen it. Hayden Christensen plays the guy that made up news stories for a magazine it was like a big okay, deal cool. and then and he is really good in it like really magnetic and you're like oh where was that during the star wars stuff yeah well yeah that script was weak <laughs> and i'm getting severe deja vu so tell me if i've done this before please do but i want to read through the scars guard children okay do because it. the younger they get the more swedish their names get oh that's so good okay so there's alexander mm-hmm. and bill yep not swedish at all go ahead gustav yep Walter, mm-hmm. Aisha, uh-huh. Sam, mm. Ossian, mm. and Kolbjorn. What was that last one? Kolbjorn. That's so great. That sounds <laughs> like they made it up. They were like, we ran out of names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make one up. Kolbjorn, that sounds like a <laughs> Swedish thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, then it gets to the less interesting categories. But I do want to give a shout out um, for Outstanding Reality Competition Program, The Voice one. Um, and I have a friend who's a producer on that. Oh, that's so cool. So this is like his third Emmy, which wow. is awesome. He's super cool. Uh-huh. I'm lucky to know him. That's awesome. I love it when that happens. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a... there's yeah, a My friends won a something for Mozart in the Jungle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she won a whatever they won. <laughs> cool. <laughs> She's a writer on it. Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, because the Emmys have like a lot of little tiny categories where mm-hmm. you're like, 
good for you. Like people can actually win and they're not all, they don't all have to beat Nicole Kidman. And um, I just saw, she posted today on think on Facebook. Not that I was checking Facebook at work. No, no, no. I may have been on your um, break. On my break, not when kids were performing in my class. <laughs> sure, probably not. <laughs> um, that doesn't seem like you at all. No, no, no. And she, uh, she's writing on the Good Place, which I loved. Ooh, okay, great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, because he won last year also for the Voice. Oh, um, cool. And there's this TMZ video that's like 45 seconds of them like talking to him, and they put it up in their like big, massive crap that they put up after the Emmys. Yeah. Um, and it's a weird video cause his friend is very drunk, oh. but Does he mention your name. No, I no, mean, he should have, maybe he did Does this he mention year. My name. No, uh. but they're asking him like, what was like to win an Emmy? And he's like, it was great. And triumph. The insult comic dog yeah. had sex with his Emmy. <laughs> nice. So it's a good night for everyone. Yeah. Anyway, triumph, especially. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say outstanding directing for a comedy series. Donald Glover also won for Atlanta. Like, cause he directed an episode oh, that he cool. won for. Yeah. He, I feel like he should have won writing and directing. I don't know about acting. He doesn't do very much on that show in terms of playing the character. His character is just there all the time. Okay. He's kind of down, tr- like beaten down a little bit. Uh, like the real acting is Lakeith Stansfield and the guy that plays Paperboy. Zac Efron. That is not Zac Efron. Who's Paperboy? Paperboy is the who the show. That's what. So the the plot of the show is that Donald Glover's character kind of gets hired by this local rapper who has a successful song that blows up. Okay. And um, it's about that. He's like a like a low level, mid level local Atlanta celebrity. And okay. Donald Glover becomes his manager because he's like the smart guy that got out, but then he came back. Donald Glover's character okay. like dropped out of Columbia or I can't remember. It's okay, been a while. so he like he thinks like is beneath him or like no, he just feels like he's failed. N- in it's some way? more like his character just didn't want to go down the road that he was going down and oh. came back. It wasn't like he flamed out and like. Okay, but I think oh man. All our critics are going to hate this. He has succumbed to the inevitable. All the people that listen to this podcast are oh, yeah. so frustrated with me right now. The AV Club people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get written up on, on Time Magazine. <laughs> on the cover. We'll on get a cover. It'll just be a picture of me being like trying to remember a name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we should probably wrap up because I thought this would be a short episode. And guess what? It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know why you thought it would be short. I'm an idiot. What you think we were by gonna- how I forgot Winston Churchill's <laughs> name. Who does that? You and I. Well, see, you caught my dumb. Yeah. So I can't blame you for that one. I was pretty sure that the answer was John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He is eternal. It's Truman and Lithgow and other people. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> um, Hitler. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we should wrap this up because it's it. getting crazy and I need to eat dinner. Me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> So um, you can find us on Twitter at Cast Party Pod. You can find us on Facebook. D- are we? Do we have a Facebook? Yeah, we do. <laughs> I mean, I'm really out of it. Um, Eric McCormick, you can send your hate mail yeah, to yeah. castpartypod at gmail.com. We didn't get in any hits on this one because he wasn't nominated. Yeah, but what a loser! I know. <laughs> basically, you not even get nominated. Basically, Eric he lost every Emmy. Yeah. Um, although 
he has a chance to get snubbed next year because Will and Grace season whatever is starting this next like Tuesday yeah, or whatever. That's exciting. The twenty eighth of September. Somebody, somebody was like, "Are you excited?" And I was like, "No." I think that was me. <laughs> no, it was somebody in my real life. Oh, and I was well, like, so, wait, what? Yeah. It so wasn't, on just, the, wasn't on the podcast. So this is just a nightmare you have every yeah, two no, weeks? No, you, you asked me on the podcast, and I was like, no. Yeah. No. And then it was, I think it was my sister, and she's like, are you so excited Will and Grace is coming back? And I was like, no. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. Like, people are like, of course you will be. You named your son Jack. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many questions I've got. Like, why would I? So many people are like, is that who you named your son after? And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> there's a lot of Jacks. Yeah, there's a lot of famous ones. Is Jack, it Jack and the Sparrow? Beanstalk? A lot of people said Jack Sparrow. I'm like, no. Mm. Jack and the Beanstalk? Jack and the Beanstalk. That's Jackie O. Jack and Jill. Jack O'Lantern. Mm-hmm. He's, He's a good one. Irish. <laughs> yeah. He's an Irish pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh I feel God. like our credits are always really dumb and really funny most of the time. Yeah. Like, last time, it was just us, again, like this time, just spewing as much bile and Eric McCormick yeah. as we could I before. I really like this. I want I want this to become, like, the feature of our podcast. Is yeah. That it's like a freewheeling discussion of how much we hate <laughs> Eric McCormick. <laughs> and the really funny thing is, both of us are completely indifferent. We're yeah. just like, man, I'm just mad that, like, you got... So much of the casting right on that show. Uh-huh. And then the main <laughs> character, you're like, whoops, swing and a miss. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I've never seen Eric McCormick in anything other than the six episodes of Will and Grace that I've seen. Yeah. He was on some stuff. He, I know he does. Like, he did like a 76 trombones or whatever that musical the music, the music band. band. <laughs> I'm a drama teacher. Did he play one of the trombones? I think so. I think he His greatest the- role. Uh, anyway, um, we're a proud member of the Pod People Posca- Podcast Network. <laughs> um, yeah. And our theme song is Good Day by Tally Hall off the album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum because I needed more difficult things to yeah. say right now. Yes, yes. Also, catch us on Chapsnats. Yep. Well, <laughs> that's a new platform I'm starting. Okay, great. It's just Chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. I need someone's Chapstick. <laughs> Um, it's just people with chapstick. Yeah, until next week, we've <sighs> been us. Until next week. Next two weeks. <laughs> I just assume that anything I do is a week from now. Yeah, me too. Like, see you see you next week for the Emmys 2018. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I mean, we talked about TV and all the fall, all the shows are coming back pretty soon. Yeah. They come back way later than they used to, by the by. Yeah. I think they're cutting out the middle. But Will and Grace is keeping it traditional. No, the 30th. <laughs> it used to come back. Like, that was. Okay, so I may watch a little more TV than I like, which is why I'm glad I cut off my cable. And when I was a kid, I remember it would be like, ah, oh, school's coming back. But. Fall All the shows. cool shows, yeah. Yeah. And it was like middle of the month. And now it's the end of the month in October. Some of them are coming oh, back yeah. in October. The one, the one that I'm excited about watching is coming in October Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Mm. Um. Which I'm just, we're just so lucky we got a third season. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I mean, it's really great. Yeah, I don't know how she's going to do it. How does it's, she write that show? It's going to be crazy. I don't know what to expect at all. Yeah. But I'm so excited because I'm the, way behind. I watched part of the first season and I was like, this show's really great. I uh-huh. don't have the time. Yeah. No, just the, the, the finale mm-hmm. of season two made such an interesting pivot. Ooh. Like that promised something really 
really cool for this season that I'm hoping they can like pay off really well. Is the on. show going to start being called Sane Current Boyfriend? No. See how I did that? <laughs> Not so I much. I took it and I flipped everything. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. We'll be talking about something. Yeah. Um, don't poop your pants or whatever. Don't. Dave says it better. Yeah. Hey, man. Don't poop your pants. Words to live by. It's, you got to say it with sincerity. <laughs> Peace so that out. people on the other end of this really understand. Yeah. Don't poop your pants. Unless you're Eric McCormick. <laughs> Eric McCormick. <laughs> poop your pants all you want. Nobody's watching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell every, me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme. Like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers, just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much. Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other. But he's a very nice young man, and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way. That's the dream or the plan. Come with us on this journey of joy. (laughs) On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me.